Welcome to the CX Impact Podcast. Speed up your customer experience success. The CX Impact Podcast is brought to you by Gemseek, your trusted analytics advisor, helping you predict what your customers will do next. Hello, everybody. I'm Momchu Buskov, host of the CX Impact Podcast and CX Champion Gemseek. I hope you liked the previous episode of the podcast. If you haven't heard it yet, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Customer experience community is super viral recently. Still, only a few people stand out in the way they influence it. My guest today is definitely among them. We're going to talk today about how what's the link between uh, customer experience and soccer and um, how we can really make an impact by teaching CX at uh, university. I'm pleased to have today as my guest, Gregorio Leone. Gregorio is a former Accenture consultant. Currently, he's host of the CX Goalkeeper and has the incredible, I think now there are 48 episodes, but soon there will be 50. Uh, He also works at a credit card company as head of business excellence and customer experience. Beyond that, he's also judged at almost all international CX awards. He's an international speaker for webinars and conferences, as well as lecturer for customer experience management at the Lucerne University of Applied Sciences and Arts. Gregorio is also one of the authors of the Customer Experience Tree, an international bestseller. His biggest passions are CX, soccer, and his amazing family. Gregorio, thanks for being on the CX Impact podcast. Thank you very much. It's really a great pleasure to speak with you today about customer experience and soccer. These are my passions and therefore I'm thrilled about this discussion. Great. Let's jump directly on it. Tell me a bit more about yourself and what's your path to the CX field. Thank you very much. As mentioned, I started uh, working at Accenture and at the end we are also there. We were always working together with customers. It is in the B2B or B2C world, meaning we were working for older companies to creating experiences for our end customers. And also at Accenture, I started learning how important customer experience is because at the end, it's not relevant if you are in the B2B or in the B2C world. At the end, we are all human beings and the relationship that we have is the most important thing. Afterwards, I moved to to a credit card company and there I had the great pleasure to work in different departments. And one of the best experiences that I did there was really in operations, working directly with the customer and transforming customers. And I had the great opportunity to start a customer-centric transformation. The idea behind that, and I will not uh, speak too long about that, was that at the end, operations, contact center, are seen as cost center, but it's not always the right thing to think about. Because if you think about the cost center, then the only way to create value or to improve the profit and loss is to decrease cost. And basically what we did is we changed the mindset and we started saying operations, contact center are a value generating engine of the business. You can create value and you can measure that. And this is what we did an exciting journey and you went through various different positions and i believe that really the hardest thing is exactly to change the mindset and um, shift of thinking of certain functions and entire process within a company from cost centers to really value generation so great that you managed to achieve this within your current company let's jump in like i would say the very interesting things that i know that you're a huge fan of soccer it will be very interesting to share how has this helped you to become a better cx professional sure 
Thank you very much. I think that soccer, we can learn quite a lot. And I know it's not, not everything in soccer is good, but I'm speaking about the genuine soccer. What we are playing also together, perhaps during the weekend or with our families, with our sons. And there we can learn a lot. And um, as you mentioned at the beginning, I decided to put my two passions together to harmonize them and create the CX goalkeeper. As you mentioned, I have a podcast and thank you very much for mentioning that. And on the other side, I am trying to bring new ideas into customer experience. I learned that there are uh, great tools like the reframing tool to try to see some issues or some problems from another angle. And I'm using this reframing methodology to speak about customer experience and linking that to, to soccer. And as usual, I ask some questions to you. They are quite easy. Don't worry. You are the host. You are in charge for the discussion. But please let me ask you one or two questions. The first one is, if you're speaking about soccer, who are the customers in soccer from your point of view? Uh, all the people who watch soccer. Correct. All the fans sitting there. Fans, yeah, all the fans. They might be on the stadium, they might be in front of the TV, online, wherever they are. Exactly. And you are already deep diving in the discussion around channels, but this could be a, diff a separate podcast. <laughs> Let's come back to the basics. And um, how do you define the successful outcome out of a soccer game? The success is if you win the game. The team that wins takes it all. <laughs> exactly. And how do you measure that? There is a single metrograph that you can check the results so yeah whether it's a draw or win or wasn't that's it sometimes of course there might be fair play things and people might be very impressed by the behavior of teams that lost for some or another reason but that's additional value that you create rather hard <laughs> i fully agree with you and let's don't bore all the people that don't like soccer because at the end we are not going into the specialties and so on but what you are saying is exactly that these are three simple questions and I think it's extremely important also in business to ask ourselves who are our customer because based on that we can acquire our customer, maintain our customer, retain our customer and also engage with them and therefore it's always important to identify and think who are our customer and what I really like about this super simple example and we could speak hours about that is the measurement of this successful outcome and I want to be honest this is something that I learned from James Dotkins he knows I am a great fan of everything he's doing and therefore I want also to quote properly. I learned a lot from, from him and also this discussion started with him. But basically back to, to the measurement. The whole team, the 11 player or also if you look around the complete team, the 24, 25 people training together but the coach select 11 for the place are measured by the same measurement, the same key performance indicator. This is winning the game, scoring more goals than the others. And these players work together to achieve the success. Two comments on that and linking back to business. First of all, if we think about businesses, oftentimes different departments have different goals. Um, marketing is trying to achieve more acquisition. Operations need to decrease cost. Compliance needs to cope with risk. And these are all important targets. But at the end, the company need one common goals, what they want to achieve, because you cannot be everything for everybody. If you need to improve your acquisition, often you need also to invest. And therefore, you cannot 
decrease your cost. And therefore also there extremely important for businesses is define what do we want to achieve all together. And for me, extremely important is everybody in the company should have the same targets because we want to serve our customer. And for example, we want to, incre to increase market share or we want to make profit. And I don't want to be <laughs> something, somebody that speaks about a, a religion or something like that. At the end, we are in business to achieve profit, to make profit, to continue the business, to pay salaries and all this stuff and therefore define what you want to achieve and stick to that and don't give concurring uh, targets to your departments because it doesn't make sense. And this is a great example out of soccer. Wow, fascinating. I really love all the parallels that you made and that uh, you can have a single magic uh as well in the business around all people should uh, unite. I have one follow-up question about the, because sometimes in soccer, uh, <laughs> you play great football, but then for a couple of matches, the results might not be a win. The win might come after a certain time. So there might be some, I don't know, it might take time or there might be also some lack of uh, work, etc. Do you think that this also transfers to the way you should uh, handle the KPIs and how reactive you should be? time that you give for six program to mature yes and i think this is also a key question and it was not pre-aligned and but i like it very much first of all i said we measure success by the result scoring more goals than our competitors and this is clear but also in soccer you can measure quite a lot of other uh, key performance indicator like the number of passes, the number of corner, the number of yellow card, the number of red cards, how many attempts were, uh, were performed. And this information can help and should help the team grow together. At the end, again, the team is training every week to play the match, let's say, to make it simple, on, on Sunday and to win the match. You cannot always win, but you need to learn and to train and to create these experiences for our customer. And also there, the last thing that I would like to mention, uh, companies are organized in silos with separate measurement and also separate people. All the marketing guys work in the marketing department. All the innovation guys work in the innovation department. All the guys, all the accountants work in the same, uh, in the same department. In soccer, it's different. The coach select 11 player that are the best one that are this, the, the best one to achieve together this to deliver this success and think about an um, agile way of working this is exactly similar to soccer you take from all the different teams the best people or the most suited and you put them together and you give them target a goal to achieve they work together everybody focus to achieve that Thanks a lot for sharing and for uh, explaining this. I, I think it makes a lot of sense and doing such kind of parallels helps a lot with uh, implementing in a better way a CX program for sure. So as a lecturer, I know that you're currently a lecturer, CX management in the university. So I was wondering what's the interest of students currently in CX? We are working in customer experience and therefore for us it's our daily job to think, speak and try to evangelize around customer experience. But also students, their interest is really growing and quite quickly. 
Because I think, and it's something that also I already mentioned, we are often looking companies in the verticals. You can study marketing, you can study finance, you can study something related to risk. And these were also the curricula that you were able to tend during your studies at the university. But nowadays, it's everything is get complicated. We are speaking about this VUCA world and there are new disciplines that are growing and they are really extremely relevant for creating long-term results for our companies like customer experience, like uh, agility, what we discussed. And students are also learning that it's not only I will be, I will start my career in marketing and I will finish my career in marketing and perhaps being always in the same company. Students, this new generation, they have a different purpose. They want to learn a lot to get the best out of the different disciplines, take for them and then continue their own journey. And therefore, there is a big, big interest in university and also for courses around customer experience. That's really very inspiring that uh, students nowadays are growing with the mindset that uh, they will have to change their job throughout their career and really being aware of everything they can start for example what you mentioned in finance and then jump into cx really great and how do you see the future of cx the universities do you believe that there will be a programs dedicated to cx only or it will be what you said having different pieces of different areas because business students will need to cover it all or how do you see the future If I can uh, quote um, Ian Golding, he's saying that customer experience is a science. And therefore, yes, you could create a master around customer experience. Would I suggest that to new students to learn only about customer experience? I'm not sure. I think that it totally makes sense that new students, people that start working in companies, but also that perhaps create their own startup or want to be entrepreneur, get the best out of all these relevant disciplines. And therefore, I'm not defining that, but I would rather suggest to the students to pick topics from all the different relevant disciplines that are required in companies to understand and to make their own experiences. I can go back to my career start, why I decided to join Accenture, because at the end, I was not sure that I wanted to work my complete career in finance or to work my complete career in marketing. I said I want to start working for Accenture because I can see different companies and the different disciplines that are relevant in companies. And this was the reality. I worked in several industries. I worked for several different projects. On one side, I was in the business analysis. Once I was a tester. And this helped me really to understand how businesses are working and helped me to create and grow a career where I am now. So with a few words, definitely makes sense to learn about CX as part of a program, probably, and then go explore and make sure that In the end of the day, you manage to learn what your passions are if you don't know and why not uh, combine them in the best possible way as you did with soccer and CX. (laughs) Exactly. At the end, you need to make your own experiences because in the morning we need to wake up and we go to work. And waking up every morning and if you are doing something that it's boring or you don't like, I think on the long term doesn't pay out. And therefore, everybody should do ease or rare experiences and find what you're passionate at and then work in this field. Hope that more 
young listeners and students uh, will listen to this episode or if not of course all the others i can i think you can start this also being in your 30s or 40s uh, never is late i know that you're a speaker at a lot of international webinars and conferences uh, we used to be talking a lot about post-covid i think we're now in a just simply new reality but it would be great to share what trends have you observed recently in the sex field it doesn't make sense to mention that Forrester published uh, their uh, five uh, trends in customer experience for 2022, because this is something that you can read in internet or research and find out. And they are speaking about accessibility, about privacy, about that instant gratification is over now. And also one thing about that customer are not always right if it affects employee well-being. These are the trends defined by Forrester. They are very well known. And therefore, I think these are trends that we need to keep under our radar. Nowadays, I am really thinking about and I am listening also about our two main topics. One is about the situation of employers. It means I read in the newspaper that in the US there are missing a lot of employees because employees are leaving and there are not enough skilled resources to perform some jobs. And therefore there the big question is how do we want to cope with that? On the same related topic is also the big discussion what you mentioned around COVID, uh, working in the office or working from home, I think also there this will be a key differentiator for companies offering multiple solutions for all the different employees that they have. I think this is one big topic that it will be relevant in 2022 and the other topic is already affecting us is the scarcity of the products that products are missing for example technological products or getting some information that also if you want to buy a car you need to wait long time to get it and the big question is how can companies stand out if you need to say to for example a customer that buy a car for one hundred thousand dollars that he or she needs to wait for six months and i think this is something that will uh, be really important all around this human connection and making understandable for our customer that the products are not there and empathize with them and i think customer can also understand that but you need to position that in the right way I want to zoom out just in one and ask one extra question. I think it will be very helpful for our listeners around the fact that now we're working hybridly and this totally shifts both to some extent the customer experience, but also the employee experience. I've read recently a lot of articles for companies that they really should first fix the employee experience in the hybrid work and which probably they haven't paid much attention to. What's your opinion here? I mean, these are two different areas, employee and customer experience, and we can do a separate episode about this for sure. But it will be interesting to learn your opinion uh, about how the things shifted from customer experience to employee experience as well is a very important thing in the hybrid work environment. I think also in this case, there is a short answer and then we can elaborate on that. I think and I truly believe that companies should take care of their employees first. If the employees are happy or let's say are engaged they will take care of company's customers and customer will take care of the shareholders because then they are buying our product, they are coming to us, uh, they stay with us and then they will take care of the shareholders. And therefore, 
employee first. And at the end, I think it, it totally makes sense because we are offering or we are digitalizing only on the customer side. They have the best app. They have all the possible channels. And then if we look really into the, these contact centers and you see a contact center agent that needs to cope with 10, 15 different system at a time, it doesn't or is not empowered and enabled to see the history of the customer and he needs to focus on the process, then he cannot deliver an, uh, a superior customer experience. And therefore, this is key that we need to focus on our employees first and then look at the customers. I think we should do a separate episode and focus only on this topic, <laughs> like how this focusing on employees can be really transferred on uh, customers as well. There are really so many topics that I can cover with you as you're really doing so much in the field. So definitely we should do a follow-up. But as we're reaching the end of the conversation, I want really to ask you to provide only one single advice to CX leaders who are our listeners on how to achieve bigger impact. What would this advice be? I think I relate that to what we discussed earlier. Companies can win a match, but if you want to win the championship, then you need really to be consistent throughout what you are doing. It's not enough to win one match, but you need to offer a consistent superior experience to the customer. And there, there are quite a lot of opportunities to do that, but really stay focused on what you are doing and always calculate the return on investment of what you are doing. Thanks for the fascinating conversation, Gregorio. It was a great pleasure. Thank you very much. I hope that we together scored some goals and I really enjoyed that. More than happy to, to come back to your show if you appreciate what we discussed. I know that it's quite difficult because not everybody is liking soccer, but I hope that with this simple example, simplified a bit what we discussed. And at the end, we are really in a complex environment. And this example, we're also helping to simplify uh, complex issues. I believe they do. And people who even don't know uh, and don't like uh, soccer, they for sure know a lot of things about it. <laughs> so I think that it's super relevant for all people. So thanks a lot for your time. I'm pleased that I had as my guest today on the 65 podcast, the customer experience thought leader, Gregorio Leoni. You can find Gregorio's contact details in the podcast comments. And of course, it would be great if you can follow him. If you want to continue the conversation about anything you heard today or to learn how can GMC help you speed up your customer experience success, write us on the 6 impact at jamesic.com.